Tonight, turning over to the 24th chapter of Matthew, and starting here with the 32nd verse. Now learn a parable of the fig tree, when its branch is yet tender, and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye see all these things, know that it is near, even at the door. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as the days of Noah were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. To the child of God, the rapture is a very important thing. And it is the next event, when we look into the Bible, we fully believe it is the next event that's going to take place upon this earth. <clears throat> Tonight I'd like to just drop back here to the 32nd verse. Now learn a parable of the fig tree when its branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. In Luke 21, 9, it says, when you see the fig tree and all the trees shooting forth, you know that summer is nigh. But here he tells us about the parable of the fig tree. And we know that the fig tree always represents God's people, Israel. Children of Israel. And this fig tree that we're talking about here, he said, learn the parable of the fig tree. When it begins to put forth. And we can look back in the year of 1948. <clears throat> May the 14th, 1948, Israel once again became a nation to fly its own flag for the first time in hundreds and hundreds of years. On November, on May the 13th, 1948, General George Marshall, speaking to ben, uh, Prime Minister Ben-Gurion, said when Ben-Gurion told him the British had stated that they no longer wanted to be the protectorate of Israel. They no longer wanted to honor their mandate. And then Guren told Marshall, he said, we will step out on our own and become our own nation and fly our own flag. And General George Marshall, in very strong terms, he said, don't even think of it. He said, you wouldn't last 24 hours. But he wasn't considering God. This is God's fig tree. This is God's plan for the last days. And God had gathered Israel in, uh, to the Promised Land. And now they, in, on May the 14th, 1948, they had once again become a nation to fly their own flag. 
But there were enemies all around them, on every side. And it looked like that it would be a, a very short time that they would be a, a nation, that they would be able to fly their flag. But they, people weren't considering that God was back of Israel. It was God's plan being fulfilled, God's word coming to fruition. <clears throat> In the Six-Day War of 1967, Israel subdued much of the Arab world, including Egypt, and captured five cities from Egypt in the Sinai region. Isaiah 19:18, and now listen to what this says. In Isaiah 19:18, it says, "In that day shall five cities in the land of Egypt speak the language of Canaan, Hebrew, and swear to the Lord of hosts. One shall be called the city of destruction. All five of these cities now speak Hebrew. One is called." El Arish, it means the city of destruction. Israel took these five cities, and true to the words here of Isaiah, they all today, all these five cities, speak the Hebrew language, the language of Canaan, and not only that, they took over in that six-day war of 1967, they took over the old part of the city of Jerusalem, and they defeated all of their foes. They said, why, uh, the nations around about said, this is an impossibility. They were outnumbered about 100 to 1. But yet, we could see God's hand. In just six days, they swept down through and subdued all these nations. There's only one explanation for it. God's fig tree was putting forth. God was fulfilling his word, his promise. We're living in the end time, folks. We're living in the very time of end. It's, it's right on us today. Now listen to this. In June 1982, Israel invaded Lebanon. In six months, they captured certain Lebanese caves. In them was stored $2 billion worth of weapons, enough to arm Lebanon's army ten times over. Battle plans were found, which were written in 17 languages. In them, the Russian invasion of Israel was set for six weeks later, August the 4th, 1982. The Lord is running right on time. It wasn't quite his time yet. Someone said, the Lord is running right on time. And folks, he's running right on time tonight. Yes. <clears throat> on May the 14th, 1988, Israel celebrated 40 years as being a nation. And what did the Lord say? He said, this generation shall not pass shall all be fulfilled. So we know by these facts that we today are living right on the very verge of the rapture. It could happen any moment. People are saying, well, uh, I don't think it's that near. It is that near. You know, uh, the Bible tells us and Bible scholars tell us that uh, 6,000 years will be man's time upon earth. The 7,000th year will be the millennial reign. We're almost at the end of the 6,000 years. We're bordering right on the time uh, when the millennial reign is going to take place. But first, the rapture has to take place. And we're right on the very verge of the rapture taking place. And the Bible tells us, Jesus himself tells us, to watch. Amen. To watch, to be sure you're ready. Yes. To watch and pray. And he also said that, uh, that there were those that would be uh, surfeiting in drunkenness, drunken and they would be uh, overcome with the cares of this life. Be careful. In this day and this age, we know there are cares in this world that are overcoming people. 
Are you today looking for the Lord's coming? Someone uh, wrote a booklet, and I don't know how authentic it really is, but they said 88 reasons why the rapture is going to take place in 1988. Well, I don't know how authentic I say it is, but I know one thing, the Lord is coming soon. He's even right at the very door, and Jesus himself warns us. He said, when you see these things come to pass, he said, lift up your eyes, for the time of your redemption draweth nigh. Folks, one of these days, the Bible tells us that the trump of the Lord is going to sound, the dead in Christ are going to rise first, and we which are alive and remain are going to be caught up in the air to meet the Lord, and we'll be forever with the Lord. But what are we doing tonight? Are we preparing for the rapture? Is our hearts on fire for God? We're living in a time uh, uh, when there's so much uh, money floating around, and when there's so many riches and things... Are our hearts uh, uh, reaching out to these things? Are they hindering us tonight? Uh, or is there something in our hearts that said, Oh, Lord, I want my heart free for you. Uh, I want my eyes set upon the kingdom of God. Uh, I want to be watching for the rapture that's going to take place very, very shortly. The Bible tells us we don't know uh, the day nor the hour, but it does tell us that of the times and the seasons we can know. It says, As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. And the Lord warned, warned, warned Noah seven days before the flood came that it was coming. And I believe the Lord is giving us the last warnings in these days that the trump of God is about to sound. The rapture is about to take place. Uh, and oh, folks, uh, uh, we must be ready. We must have on the armor of God. Uh, sometimes uh, it scares you a little when you see how careless and indifferent uh, those that once had the fire of God burning in their soul, but they've cooled off, and it seems like tonight they don't have that fervency and that urgency and that purpose to make God their one and only and to be ready for the trump of God to sound. Oh, we must be ready. We must be watching and waiting for it. The Bible tells us that two will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two uh, will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one left. Uh, in other places, says two will be in a bed. One taken and the other left. And I don't believe uh, that's speaking about the world. Uh, I believe that's speaking about the church. Uh, that's speaking about us tonight. Uh, uh, we've got to be ready. Uh, we can't be second rate. Uh, we can't be uh, walking behind light. Uh, we can't uh, be just dilly-dallying along. We must lay hold upon God in earnest today. It's the last hour. It's the last call that's ringing out to this whole world. It's time that we put on that armor of God. Oh, what a time of consternation it's going to be. It's one of these days the trump of God is going to sound and the rapture is going to take place. The husband is going to come home. The wife is gone. Where is she gone? He doesn't know. Consternation fills his heart. The child comes home from school. The mother is gone. What's happened? But oh, the door is closed. Listen. Once the door, the master has risen up and shut to the door, he said, no man can open it. He shutteth and no man openeth. He openeth and no man shutteth. But oh, the rapture takes place and the Spirit of God is gone out of this world. And you begin to call and cry. Ah, oh, folks, I've been on the answer. Ah, oh, I wouldn't give much for your chances then. There's only one hope for the church. There's only one hope for you and me tonight is to make our calling and election sure, to be ready when the trump of God sounds, to make the rapture 
There's no other hope. There's no other way. But oh, tonight, uh, uh, let us not get into a, a lackadaisical condition. Let us make our calling and our election sure. You remember that church of Laodicea? Oh, I believe that kind of uh, prefaces the church of the last age. They said there, we're rich and increased in goods. They said we have need of nothing. Nothing. What did the Lord say? He said, you're naked and wretched and blind and poor. He said, I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Oh, that's the gold we need tonight, that gold that's tried in the fire. He said that you may be rich. Amen. And white raiment that you may be clothed. And the shame of your nakedness does not appear. And he said, anoint your eyes with eye salve that you might be able to see. We need that spiritual eye salve tonight. Oh, we need the love of God burning in our soul. Oh, tonight are you just standing afar off and doing as the prophets of old when Elisha was following Elijah? Or is there something down in your heart that says, Lord, I want to be the one. I want to hear the trumpet sound. I want to be ready. Amen. The Bible says, the trumpet's going to... Let me read that over in Thessalonians. First Thessalonians, fourth chapter. But I would not... The 13 to 17. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even others, as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which died... If, which, which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain of the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. What a promise. But it's the word of God. And remember, Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. But he said, my word will not pass away. Amen. He said, every jot and every tittle of it is going to be fulfilled. Oh, folks, tonight you and I need to make our calling and election sure. We're not living in the days of sham battles anymore. We're living in the days of real battles. The enemy is trying to rob men and women. We think of those that once had the fire of God burning in their soul. They turned away from the truth. They turned away from the Lord. Think of that day when the rapture takes place uh, and those people realize uh, uh, what a tragedy, uh, what a terrible thing it was uh, that they turned down God, that they rejected His prophet mercy, that they turned away from His truth. Oh, tonight we need and never before to lay hold upon these promises of God. We need to put on the armor of God. We need to be ready. Maybe you have children and loved ones tonight. We all do have loved ones that are out of the ark of safety. We need to pray for them. We need to get down before God. They're lost and they're going to miss the rapture. They're going to miss heaven if we don't hold on to God for them. This is a time that you and I need to respond to the call of God. We need to respond to the truth of God. Uh, he said, Be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think that the Son of Man cometh. Uh, oh, don't delay his coming. Don't say, Well, it may be a few more years. Uh, it may not be more than a few more minutes or a few more hours. I don't know. But I know it's even at the very door. It's even uh, right at our, our footsteps. For, for he said that... This generation shall not pass 
till all these things be fulfilled. A generation is considered about 40 years. The 40 years of Israel as a nation has passed. So where does that leave us? It leaves us right at the time when the rapture is about to take place, folks. And we know that that's what's going to happen. Think of what a wonderful time that's going to be. Suddenly, the trump of God sounds. Those that are ready will go up. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. I think of some of those dear old worthies that we know, and Brother Jack and Brother Rodman and Brother Crawford and Brother Crabtree and Brother Frost and all of them, and they're going to rise first. Who are going to join them, and we're all going to be carried up into heaven. Oh, what a time that's going to be. What a time of rejoicing. Folks, you might miss a lot of things down here, but that's one thing you don't want to miss. You want to be sure and be ready for the rapture. For if you're not, what a tragedy it's going to be. It's a tragedy that will be an eternal tragedy. But oh, tonight no one need to miss it. The Lord is not willing. He doesn't want us to miss it. He wants us to be ready. He said, be also ready. For in such an hour you think not the Son of Man cometh. Watch and pray. And over and over he warns us to watch. Uh, some are grown cold. Some are growing indifferent. Uh, but, oh, folks, we need to gather these orders of prayer. We need to make our petition known unto God. We need to draw close to God. Uh, we need to lay hold of him. We don't have weeks and months, perhaps. Uh, the time is on us. Uh, it's right here at the very door. You and I need to be ready. We need to lay hold upon God. I think of that poor backslider who once had the love of God down in his heart and his life. Uh, he left uh, uh, God and left the love of God out of his life. Uh, he's gone back out in the old world, the beggarly elements of this world. What a consternation is going to be his uh, if he doesn't return before the rapture takes place. Folks, we must be ready. We must have on the armor of God. We dare not trifle with it. We dare not dilly-dally around. Uh, we need to be on fire for God. Uh, we need to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Thank God tonight for God's promises. Thank God for his holy word. Uh, we're going to sing 507 tonight, uh, and we're going to gather around this altar of prayer. If you feel you're not quite ready, you better make sure, because there'll be no time then. As the light shines from the east to the west, even so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. We're going to have to be ready. We're going to have to be prepared. And remember, God knows what's down in our hearts. He knows all about us. And we can't trifle with God's love. But, oh, tonight we can get down to this altar of prayer and we can lay hold upon God and we can have the joys, the blessing, the approbation of God come right down into our hearts and our lives. Stand and sing 507. The altar of prayer is open.